Hello, hello. <laughs> um, so today I want to talk about the four ways to help you decide which graduate school to choose. Um, if you got into multiple graduate students and cannot decide which one to go to, congratulations. And also, I understand the stress, right? Been there uh, when you get into multiple schools and you have to make the big decision of which one you'll go to. Um, hopefully this post will and this episode will um, help you decide which one of your options you should go with. So first of all, you should visit the school. Um, make sure to visit each school before you decide which graduate school you want to attend. I know this seems pretty obvious, but if you, you know, for some reason are thinking whether you should visit or not, it's absolutely worth visiting, especially if it's domestic. Um, for grad students or for grad schools in the USA, there is usually an open house for prospective students where the schools invite you to visit for a couple of days. At the open house, they give you lots of tours, lots of talks. If they're organized, they set up meetings for you with professors and groups you have expressed interest in working with. There are also opportunities both in a professional as well as in a social setting to interact with the current graduate students there. And I'll talk about more of this, more on this in a bit. But basically, this is all stuff that you should take advantage of at the visit. There might be like a research or poster symposium where different research groups showcase their work to attract new students. You might be taken to different departmental events. Um, you know, so like at Ohio State, we used to take prospective uh, students to a daily astro coffee, for example, in the physics department and the astronomy department. So, you know, they might show off their world famous football stadium uh, or a new gym with a thousand swimming pools or their newly renovated gigantic library. All of these things may happen at the visit uh, during your couple day visit uh, to the school. But you know what? Take it all in. Observe, listen, ask, and learn through these activities at the open house. You will basically start to get the picture of what it might be like to be a graduate student in that department and in that school in question. And this will be your this is what you have to go on, basically. So I would say visiting the school is super important. It will seem like there are a million factors involved in the decision-making process, but go with your gut. That's what I would say for each program that's in your options. Consider the people and the culture, most importantly. Which visit left you feeling the most comfortable with the idea of spending several years working in that department. And, you know, this is a, assuming that you are uh, going for a PhD. So that would be several years. Uh, if it's a master's, then that's a couple years. But still, I think you don't want to be miserable for even like a year or two years or three years, right? It's why would you want to do that? So go with what you're comfortable with, which town or city would you be okay with calling home during those years because you know if you're miserable that's going to be that's going to make it very hard to get through graduate school graduate school is not easy so the less miserable you are the better and the place and how uh, at home you feel in that place can be a major factor 
don't just focus on the work you will be doing, focus on the life you will be living. This is the best advice I can give you about graduate school, uh, period, actually. Sometimes this might even mean that you quit grad school and you do something else because that makes more sense in your life. But what I'm here to tell you is that life is more important than graduate school. So always choose life. That's what I have to say. Um, engage with the current graduate students. That's the next point. So out of the four ways of how to pick a grad school, this is the number two. Engage with the current graduate students. This is very, very important. Might be the most important thing that you take away from your visit. So of course, if you don't visit the school, that might be difficult. You might have to email or phone call or Skype call with graduate students um, at the program that you're interested in. But basically, you want to peruse any opportunities to engage with the current graduate students at each option for grad school to help you decide which graduate school will be most suitable for you. Do these graduate students seem happy overall? After all, you're about to be one of them. So, you know, if they seem unhappy, don't believe that you will be happy. Like maybe you'll be unhappy too, you know, like it's kind of like what's the evidence that's present already. Speak to graduate students at different stages of their grad career too. Like don't just talk to the first year grad students. Don't just talk to uh, the second year grad students. You want to talk to like the first year and also the fourth year grad student because the challenges are different for a first-year grad student than it is for a fourth-year graduate student. So you might be more, more interested in speaking to the first and second-year students as they're closest to where you are now, but make sure you do your homework on what life might be like for advanced graduate students as well. Think of the visit or open house as an opportunity to start building your network at that school. This is the other sort of motivation for you to get out there and make friends and talk to those grad students because either way, building a network is always a good idea, okay? Think of the visit um, as an opportunity to do that. So, you know, note people's names, their emails, so that if you don't get a chance to chat with someone that you'd like to chat with during the visit, then, you know, send them an email. If it's a big department with lots of grad students, figure out which graduate students work in the research groups that you're interested in and then seek them out. Okay, so like say you don't get to meet someone right away that's in a research group that you're interested in, but you really actually want to seek them out. Even if they're not visible, you have to like hound them down because, you know, look them up online, on the school's website, ask an admin, ask a different grad st student you've met to, like, figure out who the grad students are in the in the research group that you're targeting. Um, do what it takes to contact them before you make your big decision, because then you want to chat with them far away from their professor's office and ask about their experience, okay? I'm not even kidding, before you jump into big decisions like grad school and the research group that you want to pick, you want to first know what life is like for those grad students that are already uh, doing that, right? You can learn from their life. You don't have to live through every horrible experience yourself. You can actually learn some stuff from other people too. So this is what I have to say about that. Number three, show your interest in specific research groups. 
Now, this might also seem really obvious and you're like, well, how does this help you? Well, it helps you um, tremendously, actually, in your decision uh, to choose a grad school. Because say you have several different interests, like you have an interest in a group here and an interest in a group there. Um, your comfort level, if if it increases with a group at a specific school, well, then that's the school you should you should go with because that's where your gut feeling is saying that it's going to work out. You know, that sort of thing might be very important. Um, and if your PhD program is anything like mine was, you've been accepted by the program, but not yet by a specific research group or specialization. So that's the thing that we had to do in our, in my grad program. Like I was accepted by Ohio state, for example, but then I wasn't really accepted to a research, uh, specialization yet that was another step that I basically had to get recruited to a specific group still after I got into grad school and so you kind of need to do that anyway and the first step to doing that is to show your interest in specific research groups and also this will help you to choose the school um so yeah like a school has accepted you but a research group also needs to accept you um so, you know, choose a few groups that you'd like to learn more about and then be proactive about learning more about these groups. And this will tie in with the other points in the post in this episode and will help you decide which graduate school to choose. Um, so like when you're visiting the school, you want to attend group specific events. So like you're visiting the prospective grad program, right? But then get even more specific even more narrowing down of things. So you want to attend those group specific events, like say while you're visiting, maybe they have a group meeting that you can attend, you know, get permission and then attend because you want to get all these vibes, like how this group like functions and everything. And if those vibes don't gel with you, then you know what? Don't pick that group slash that school. If the, that was the only group that you're interested in, like, even if you attend only one group meeting, you will still get an idea about the group dynamics. And that's very, very important. Seek out grad students and postdocs in the groups. Try to meet one-on-one -on -one with the professor leading that group. In these ways, you will be demonstrating your interest in the group while interviewing them along the way. Right? Now that you know more about the groups, evaluate how good of a fit each one is for you. If you learn something about a group that is kind of a deal breaker and that was the only group you were interested in at that school, then you can either try to see if there's another group that you uh, might like or cross that school off your list. Because if there is no research group that you are interested in at that school, no matter how great the school is, well, you're there to get your research done. So that school's not going to work out. So you know, so so keep an eye out for deal breakers. You want to be finding these deal breakers before it's too late. So examples of some deal breakers, and this is very, very important, so listen closely. If the research group has no funding for you and they tell you this, that's a deal breaker. Like, if there's no potential for you in that research group and you're interested in that research group, and by potential, I mean the number one thing is that they should have funding for you, then you're done, Okay. Second is, say you're visiting that group and the professor just like doesn't make a very good impression on you, like the leading researcher, the professor, whatever. Say like for, for my one of my experiences, the professor made like sexist comments 
imagine spending years studying under their supervision if you can't spend a day without like feeling uncomfortable around them, right? So like you want to be getting this idea. So if the group's culture as uh, visible during your visit is clearly not suitable for you, then that group is unsuitable for you and you should uh, break up with them before it even starts, okay? All right, so number four, Ask your questions whenever you get a chance. So I said you should visit the school, you should talk to the grad students, you should um, get to know the research groups that you're interested in better. And all of this ties together. None of these points are separate, really, right? They all tie together. So as you're visiting, as you're chatting, as you're learning more, you should ask your questions. You should make a point of getting your questions answered whether it is during the visit or in a follow-up email. And by the way, I really want to stress the follow-up email technique of keeping in touch and making contacts and building your network, right? Follow-up email is important. And you can follow up email, you can send a follow-up email to a professor, an admin professional, a grad student, whatever it takes to get your questions answered. So you should ask any questions you have about what you will be doing specifically. And in grad school, what will you be doing? There are three things. You'll be doing classes, number one, teaching, number three, and research. Or teaching, number two, and research. So those three things, classes, teaching, research. Now, I mean, some people get away without having to teach. But I mean, TAing, like teaching assistantships are pretty common. Like in my first couple years of grad school, I had to actually for the first uh, two and a half years, I was TAing and then I got on an RA, like I was funded through my research. And then the last semester of grad school, I had to teach again. So teaching, honestly, is very common. So th- those are all your duties. Like you have to get through your coursework, you have to get through TAing and you have to get through RAing, right? Research. Make sure you understand what the expectations are regarding each of the each of these three things. Like, what does it mean to be successful in your coursework? What does it mean to be successful um, teaching, like TAing? Like, what are your TA duties exactly? Like, what do you have to do? That's what I mean. So nothing crazy. Just you want to know what you are getting into because it can vary school to school. So like in my school, TAing meant I was... um, teaching like a couple of recitations and a couple of labs. And if that makes no sense to you, so that's like a problem solving class and a lab. And I was doing that for two sections. So I was teaching like at least four times. Plus there was like lab training and office hours. And it was a pretty hefty commitment actually. Like it wasn't, it was not a small commitment for the semesters that I was teaching. So uh, you just want to know what these duties will be. And then for research, like, you know, make sure you understand what the expectations are. And for research, it will be difficult to do that. But any uh, information that you can read out of the conversations is good, right? Very importantly, ask questions regarding things that will affect you and your life every day, such as, where do the graduate students recommend staying? Like, what is the housing scene like? How much do they pay for rent? 
Do they bike to school? Are there buses? What is parking like on campus? How much does parking cost? How is the health insurance? Does it cover eye and dental? Does it cover physical therapy? What about counseling? Because, you know, I'm not kidding. Ask because grad school is a long commitment and you need to know your options for healthcare and housing and all these things that I'm talking about. This is your life that we're talking about. I am not like kidding. I'm not messing around. This is this is what you need to like understand. What do people do for fun at this place? What is the weather like? If you hate cold weather, it is still not too late to back out of a place that gets like eight months of winter, right? Like like Ohio. Oh well. Do they care about issues that are important to you? This could be something like increasing diversity and representation because these types of issues can be very frustrating for minority groups and for, uh, as a person of diverse background myself in grad school, some of these things can really build up. And if it gets to the point of too much frustration for you, you're not going to be able to focus on your work. So maybe go to a place where you feel supported. That's like actually super important, you know, like, Really, really pay attention to that. Ask questions regarding the success rates. You don't want to go to a school that's a weed out program, okay? What percentage of students leave after the first year? You want to have this question answered. What percentage of students leave with a master's degree? Now, if it's a PhD program and a lot of people leave just with a master's degree, that tells you something about that PhD program, right? What do students graduating from the program go on to do next? This is very important. You want to know if this program is setting you up for success or for failure. Like, is this program going to help you with your future goals or not? You know, like, you don't want to just go to grad school for years and years and not serve a purpose. Like, you want to, you want to be set up for success. How many years do students spend in the program on average. You want to know that. Like this is actually really important to like do, do the students finish grad school in a reasonable amount of time? You want to know that. Figure out what questions you'd really like to get answers to. Write them down so you don't forget. Seek out the answers to these questions and that will really really help you discover which school will suit you best. That's the best advice I can give you is um, is like basically you're doing your research on these schools by way of asking questions and finding out the answers to those questions. So all the very best. And I hope that this helps you choose the right grad school for you. All right. Good luck.